and welcome back to the show for another week. This week, I'm going to be sharing with you an experience that I've had in the last couple of weeks uh, around dealing with criticism and negativity, and then I'm going to share with you what to do about it. Because if there's one thing we know, it's that if you're going to show up in the world in any way and put yourself out there, if you're going to have a voice, if you want to start a business, if you want to go against the status quo on anything, if you want to be your true authentic self and shine in any way, then quite often, more often than not, with that will come some criticism, some people not liking you, some negativity towards you. And it's just something that we have to be able to navigate and deal with and manage if we really want to show up in the world in the way that we, you know, authentically want to show up. And so I'm going to tell you the story about what happened first. And I kind of deliberated about whether to share the story or not because in some ways I don't want to give fuel to the story and I also don't want to kind of, I don't know, I guess, yeah, sort of expand it anymore. And I know sometimes when I listen to these stories about women being treated in a negative way, it can be you can find it really frustrating and really disempowering. You're like, oh, gosh, is this still happening? And so I don't want this to be like that and it's certainly not like, uh, you know, that I'm looking for any kind of, you know, like, oh my God, that was so awful. I can't believe you were treated like that because it's not what it's about for me at all. This podcast is all about helping you and supporting you so that you can have strategies and tools to navigate all of these things. And so, yeah, the reason why I'm sharing it is so that I can then explain to you and give you the tools and what I've learned and how I cope and, you know, sort of general tools around how to deal with criticism and negativity because it's so important for women to be able to cope and manage with these things. And it's hard. It's really hard every time this sort of thing happens and we can still navigate it and we still can show up and we can still do the things. So as you know, because I, I talked about it in the last week's podcast, I was the MC at our local uh, women, International Women's Day event. And last week in the paper, um, someone wrote a letter to the editor uh, just basically really slamming the event. It was really critical. It was a, it's a, it was a really unkind article. It had a go at me just sort of saying that I was a, I think it was, I mean, I can't remember what the exact words, so it doesn't matter. And it had a go at me and it sort of, you know, really slammed the whole event. And so a friend sent it to me and she's like, oh gosh, just, just letting you know that I've just read this in the paper and I hope you're okay. And so, I mean, I don't buy the paper anymore because I find our local paper quite negative. So I've deliberately not been buying it. And anyway, so I read the article and, you know, initially I have to say like my heart just raced, you know, like I was just like, oh, just hit me in the guts because it was really awful and really nasty. And I was like, oh, this is just horrible, you know, and I did. I went through all the cycle of emotions of just feeling really awful about it. And it was really interesting to notice. And one of the, you know, one of the beautiful things of having done all the work that I've done on myself is you can really be quite aware now of, and I certainly can notice this now, how I'm responding to things. And, you know, this is another part of all of the work is being able to respond, not react to the things that happen to us in life. And it's actually a testament to how far I've come, I think, on my personal development journey that I can now really notice how I'm reacting to these things and how I'm responding. And so initially my heart was racing and I was just like, oh, this is awful. And I went into that kind of fear and oh my goodness you know and you're thinking oh I've said the wrong things and I've done the wrong things and oh my gosh I'm terrible and you go into the I'm a bad person and then you go to oh this person's horrible and you want to attack them and then you want to you know 
go into the, the fight or flight and all of those things happen. And for me now, it all happens quite quickly. And it was really interesting to go through that roller coaster of emotions and move through the response kind of phase quite quickly. And when I think back to how I dealt with criticism when I tried to have a voice in the water space in our community and speak up on, you know, the, the need for us to adapt and move forward and that sort of thing, back then it really knocked me around for ages, you know, and and I, I think there's a few different reasons for that, which I, I might explain later on. But this time I was able just to move through it very quickly and, you know, and then I, and I very quickly went to, okay, well, like probably within the space of half a day, I was into the phase of like, all right, well, how am I going to share about in this pod, this about this on my podcast so I can help people with this? Because you know, that to me now is the there's always a learning in everything that happens, and there's an opportunity for me to share and to teach other people how to manage this because, unfortunately, it is a reality of what we still have to deal with as women. Now, sadly enough, this criticism came from another woman, like, and that's quite sad too, and. We have to have empathy, you know, well, the best place to come from is when you can have empathy for those people. And I was very quickly able to move to that place of having empathy. I'm still really cross, to be honest, with our local paper for printing the article because I think that's really sad and the editor should have chosen not to put it in because, you know, it was a very negative article that didn't represent the event at all and really shouldn't have been printed. But I'm able to have a level of empathy for the woman that wrote the article and and sort of, I'll sort of explain why I'm able to do that and why that's important. And I think it's important because we have to understand that everyone's coming to things from a different place. And I guess, you know, reading between the lines with this woman, it was it felt like she had a level of not feeling recognised in her life for the things that she'd done and there was a little bit of bitterness about that. It's actually really interesting I was thinking too about um, empathy versus judgement. So it's quite a slippery slope into getting judgy of people when you're trying to have empathy for them because it's very easy to slip into, well, they're just bitter and twisted instead of understanding sort of like why they're like that. So I found that really interesting too, that it was something that came up for me was it's really quite easy to slip into judgment from empathy. So I thought that was interesting. Anyway, so I wanted to share with you, I guess, how I dealt with it and how I kind of moved through it and how I responded to that situation and why I think this is so important, which I've already shared a little bit really. The the reason why it's so important is because every single one of us will experience some sort of criticism if we're going to put ourselves out there at all. You know, I mean, oh, I've just been listening to the best podcast lately, but the awesome one I listened to this morning with um on the Imperfects with Ben Crow. And, and it, you know, you listen to all of the Imperfect guys talk and they've all experienced criticism, even Hugh for his incredible work on resilience, you know. And I mean, to me, like you, you cannot get more powerful, more important, more, you know, yeah, more significant work than helping other people live their best lives. But yet you still will get criticized for that. Like one of the comments in this, um, article was that I was, you know, uh, a self, self-imposing sort of self-help guru, you know, with that negative kind of tone around helping people with self-help stuff. And so it's so interesting that something that comes from such a place of love and care and wanting to help can still be criticised. So, you know, it doesn't matter what you do or what space you work in, there'll be someone who will judge you and who will criticise you for it. So it's so important to have the tools in your toolkit to be able to face it when it comes up and to be able to, I guess, not let it worry you. So... Uh, there's another podcast that I really want to recommend that you go and listen to on this, and that, that is Glennon Doyle's um, podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. She did a brilliant episode all about 
dealing with criticism, which I will share here. And I, I really leaned into that uh, after this experience and it was so, so helpful because, you know, it's just that, it's a, it's a, again, it's that knowing that it happens to everyone. You're not the only one. I mean, Glennon deals with it all the time. Abby, you know, and her sister, all of them have dealt with different criticisms at different times. And so we just have to know how to, how to manage it. So, and one of the things that I loved, a couple of the things that I wanted to share with you from that podcast were that it's really important to think about, is this feedback from someone that I respect and that I care about? Is it someone that really doesn't know me? And if it's someone that doesn't really know me, then I don't have to accept it at all. And this person who wrote this article clearly doesn't know me at all because, you know, he talked about things about, you know, you should go and do something in the community and you should, um, you know, something about families and stuff. And it, it just felt like the person didn't really know me at all. So that was, that made it easier for me to really go, well, hang on, this person doesn't even actually know who I am or what I stand for or what I represent. So I could, you know, let it go that much more easily as well. And it's really, really important to be able to discern that. I mean, you know, you've got to have your core people who you, you know and you trust and you know that they will always give you because I mean sometimes you are going to get criticism that's helpful right it's not always going to be negative criticism and from the people that you love and care about and you respect and you respect their opinion and they're your core group of people if they give you criticism then that's the criticism that you have to take on board and you know you can do something about and I loved 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 this is what Amanda said um, on the podcast, she said, the question you need to ask yourself, is this feedback that you could make right without abandoning yourself? Oh, God, that hit home. So that's just another such an important thing to think about, isn't it? Like, can you do anything about this without actually abandoning your true self? And, you know, that comes back to that sense of fitting in versus belonging. You know, if you, will you still be in your integrity? Will you still be able to belong to yourself if you you know, take action to mould to the, what this criticism is. And that's where, again, it's really obvious then whether it's someone who loves you and cares about you and knows you at your core for who you really are versus someone who actually doesn't know you and who's just being negative and mean. You know, because the people who love you and know you and can see you to your core and know the authentic true, true you will know whether the feedback is actually still in line with that. And someone that doesn't know you will won't know that. And so, you don't want to have to shift out of your authenticity and your true self to mold to what that criticism is. If you have to step out of yourself and out of who you really are and being your authentic you, then that's you don't that's not good. Okay? And if that if the feedback is going to make you do that, you're going to mold yourself to that feedback and you're going to lose yourself, then it's a sign that it's not the right thing. It's not good, you know? And it's you don't need to do that. So that's a good little way, I reckon, of being able to see if it's criticism that's constructive. First of all, is it from someone that you love and will you still be able to stay authentic to your true self if you you know, act on that criticism or if you act on that feedback? So I think that's really, really important. And, yeah, you don't have to accept it from someone who doesn't know you, you know. And so that's why I was thinking it was very easy for me to just to this time just go, well, I'm not worrying about that one. You know, I mean, after I initially felt really hurt and sad and then moved through it quite quickly. But yeah, so I want you to, to I wanted to give you the sort of the tips and the steps, I guess, as to how to deal with it and to be prepared. And what I would say in terms of preparation is do the work, because if you are already feeling, you know, fragile 
I guess, not in line with your true authentic self, if you've got anxiety around, you know, showing up in the world, if you don't have any confidence, if you're feeling all of these things, if you don't know who you really are and you're not true to yourself, then when you get this feedback and this criticism, again, I wouldn't call this feedback, it's criticism and negativity, then it's just going to throw you off right off kilter. And it was a, it, that's what I guess I realized um, a few years back when I had that experience of speaking up in the water space was I still had work to do. You know, I still had that process of understanding who I really was and what was important to me and how I could approach things and, you know, speak up without offending people. You know, there was still work to do and it was that big wake-up call in terms of belonging to yourself versus fitting in. And it's, you know, so it was that really interesting thing for me to learn that I still had work to do. So what I would say in preparation for getting yourself ready for criticism is do the work understand and connect to your true self, work on that self-love, work on feeling like you're enough and knowing that you're enough. Do the work to know that you can stay rock solid in your authenticity even when someone tries to knock you down. And that is really, really important. And so then when you do get criticised, when, I'm going to say when because it's inevitable that it'll happen, the first thing to do is to check in and notice where you're responding in your body. So that's what I did this time and I could really feel it was in my heart. And that gives you a clue as to why it hurts you so much. And it gives us a clue to that sort of universal like why criticism and negativity hurts us. And it touches on our fundamental core values and needs as a human being. So one is for safety. When it's one of our core in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we have a deep core need to feel safe. And when we're under attack and being criticised, it touches on our sense of safety, right? And then the other one is our need for connection and for belonging. And for me, it touched on, for me, that is that need to feel loved. And so now I really have this, I have a very deep awareness now that I have a need to feel loved. I mean, as every human being does, I guess. But for me, it was one of the things that I uncovered on the retreat is that I really have this, you know, like I've talked about, really struggle to feel loved. And so as soon as I see a criticism like this, it touches on that core value of mine. It's like, oh my God, I'm not loved. You know, I mean, this is the what unfolds at those deeper layers. So, and the clue for me was my heart racing. So I tapped into like, oh, I can, I can feel this in my body. My heart is racing. Okay. This is tapping into that core value of me of needing love and connection. And I, oh, that's what's going on. Okay. So it just gives you that, oh, this is why this is upset. This is hurting because it's tapping into this core need and this core value of mine. So checking in and noticing where you're responding in your body. Number two, take a deep breath. Just stop. Take the time to notice where it is in your body and take a deep breath. Just or a few deep breaths if you need to. Because it doesn't feel good. It feels yucky. It feels hard. It feels awful. Nobody likes being criticized because like I said, it's tapping into all of those core essential needs that we have as human beings and it's tapping into all of that. So take a deep breath. Number three is Take the time to really choose empathy, you know, really just think about how can I actually try to see this from the person who's, or like understand why that person has written that. So really get curious. Curiosity and empathy is number three. Think about, okay, well, why would someone have written an article like this? What's going on for them? Why did they feel the need to write this? What are they looking for? What are they craving? Like, are they trying to build connection Um, Are they needing connection? Are they needing to feel loved? Are they feeling, you know, sort of 
left out, lost, criticised, like whatever it is, there'll always be a reason. Like anything in life, there's a reason why people do what they do. And I think it really helps if we can lean into that, getting curious about why they've written it and trying to have empathy for that person. Like I said, slippery slope to judgment, which, you know, I must say there were a few moments where I did slip into judgment, but just noticing that and really being like, okay, hang on, am I being empathetic here or am I starting to judge this person? And it's, it's like I said, it's a fine line, but you can do it. And it was, you know, of course you can forgive yourself for having any of those like judgy thoughts as well because you're under attack, right? You're being hurt. It's natural to be like, to sort of go to, oh, well, I'm going to blame that person and they're just batshit or whatever, you know? But then you've got to check yourself and go, all right, well, is that actually going to help me process this and move through this? Blame is never really that helpful. So how am I actually going to choose to see this uh, through that curiosity and empathy instead of judgment? So that's number three. Number four is lean into your support network. So once I'd gone through that little cycle of thinking, I very quickly screenshot it, sent it to my people who I know look after me and who care about me and who I can debrief on it with in a constructive sort of helpful way. Tim is always number one um, and he's just like the best because he's he is just – I've never heard Tim say a bad word about anyone. Like he just does not enter into any sort of judgment conversations whatsoever. Sometimes I wish he would. You know, you just want to have a bit of a about someone <laughs> and I know I can trust him implicitly so sometimes I want to do that with him but he just won't go there. So he is a great one for me to always float these things past because I know he'll he'll just be that leveler of just like, oh. And he won't go into any judgment sort of, you know, negative conversations. He just doesn't buy into that at all. So he's a great leveler and I'm just so lucky to have him as my, you know, life partner who I can do that with. And then it's people like Meg and my podcast buddies and, you know, like other people who know who they are, who I would send this stuff to, not with the need to like, have a good old bitch about it or to go down a negativity spiral or any of that. It's really just for that, okay, you know, how am I going to deal with this? How would you deal with this? You know, what what do you see in this and that sort of thing. And so I'm so lucky to have that cool group of people who I can lean into and I think that's really, really important. I would encourage you to really think about who are your people, especially if you're in that phase where you're thinking about putting yourself out there. I mean, to be honest, this was just a lovely Women's Day event. There was nothing kind of controversial about it. But anyway, it can happen at any time. So just make sure you've got those people, your people who are in your corner ready, who you know, and you'll know who they are. Most of us, if not all of us, have those people who we know we can really and if you, who, who, sorry, who we can really lean on and who we can really trust and who we can actually be constructive with. And if you don't, then I think that's something that you, is really important to work on because sometimes it actually doesn't help. I mean, you can have those friends who will go down the rabbit hole with you and, you know, unpack it and just have a good old um, kind of negative spiral on it. But that's not actually probably going to help you in the long run. Okay. So think about who you can have in your corner to be these sort of really trusted, respectful, you know, incredible people that can help you move through it. And then number five, if you have the ability or, you know, um, the platform, well, I mean, even if you don't have a platform, use it as a learning experience. Okay, what have I learned from this? What can I learn from this? How have I noticed how that I responded to this? How did I choose to respond to this? You know, what did I do? What didn't I do? What was I proud of? What wasn't I proud of? What would I do differently next time? How can I get myself more prepared next time? All of those sort of things. And then you know, learning opportunity for you and then potentially, like I'm doing now, a teaching opportunity for those that you work with. And that is actually, it's a lovely place to be able to get to when you think, oh, actually, I can use this as a learning and I can teach other people about how to manage this. 
it's really empowering and I absolutely love to be able to do that because it just takes you out of that like victim, this is about me, to being like, oh, really not about me. This is about, I mean, and it's, you know, often it's not about you at all. It's really about the that person's issues or the, or the wider problem. And so you can really use it as a way to actually learn and teach from that experience. So number one, check in. Number two, take a deep breath. Number three, get curious and empathetic. Number four, use your support network. And number five, use it as a learning and teaching opportunity. Okay. And I really, really, really encourage you to think about how you will respond when you get criticism or negative feedback. And please, 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 please don't let it stop you from doing the things that you want to do because, you know, and that's what actually breaks my heart about all this stuff. And that's why I was so upset really that it was printed in the paper because we don't want other women to be seeing this stuff. I want women to be able to shine and to speak up and to share their voice and especially then like the next generation of women coming through. You know, like it's so important for women and young girls to see examples of women shining and to see that it's okay to have a voice and that you're not going to be criticised. But unfortunately, it still does happen. And my dream is that my generation won't be doing that to the next generation and that we will not do it to each other anymore and that we can show and lead by example and say, gosh, it's awesome when women shine their light. It's awesome when women speak up. It's incredible and it's beautiful and we need it. And so that's why, you know, I guess it sort of did break my heart that it was in the paper because I really think about other women who see that and I don't want you to hold yourself back from shining your light because you're scared of criticism. And if there's one thing that I, well, there's a million things that I want to teach my daughters, but one of them is don't hold yourself back for fear of being criticised by someone who really doesn't matter to you. You know, it's not someone who's important to your life. And we see so many people being held back from doing the things they want to do because they're scared of this criticism. They're scared of not fitting in. They're scared of being disliked. And it's just one piece of the puzzle that we have to overcome so that we can really show up and be our authentic selves, shine our light in the world, thrive, live the life that really lights us up. So I hope that today's episode has been helpful for you so that you can feel confident that you'll be able to manage, respond and deal with criticism that might come your way one day. And always know that I am batting for you. I am in your court. I'm cheering you on no matter what. (laughs) I will be cheering you on because I love seeing women shine. And even if I don't agree with them, I just love that they have a voice. So I hope that's been helpful, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And here's to cheering women on and lifting them up all over the place. See you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Rural Rockstar. If you enjoyed the show, then please rate and review and share. Don't worry if you didn't enjoy it. Just keep that to yourself. And if you would like more from me, I offer coaching and I would love to work with you. You can also check out my newsletter, This Rural Life, via the show notes or also the link in my bio in my Instagram or Facebook. And if there's anyone that you'd love to hear from on the show, then I would love to hear about that because I'm always looking for wonderful people to interview on the show and to share their wisdom with you. So please do let me know. And thank you for listening. See you guys. 